0: Episode 1 of Northern Ruckus uh, New podcast with your boy Jimbo And uh, TJ Yes sir, so let's get into it man We had a couple of the, uh, technical difficulties the first couple of episodes But we got it all wrinkled out now We're gonna get straight into it, right?
1: Yes sir, yes sir So what we were talking about before was um, We talked about before your boxing match After your boxing match And now we're a week out of the boxing match So why would you start from the beginning and tell us What made you get into boxing and all that shit after music?
0: Um I mean, for me, it wasn't like, oh, like, now that I'm not making music, I want to go do this. Honestly, boxing was something I always wanted to do, and uh, I just never really fell into it. But as soon as I walked into the boxing gym, I was hooked. I walked in about eight months ago. I started sparring about six months ago. And really, I would say, it really didn't kick off until I started sparring. Because before that, it's all just in your head. But once you start sparring, it's really, you really get to, you know, get into it, see what you're made of, see if it's for you or not right. And I love it. And then now I just, I had my first fight. It was a close one, man. I wish I could sit here and say I won. But, you know, when you leave it up to the judges, it's, it's out of your hands, man. It was nah, a close man. fight. I was
1: there. And, like, the the whole setup, the way that it, like it, they ran the event, just three rounds, two minutes each. It's like for a guy you, like, that fights the way you do where you don't have the knockout power necessarily. You can't really put in an effort because like everybody thought you won. Even like the other coach came up to you and Man, said,
0: "Nigga, said I don't had knockout power. I had knockout power. I knocked him out, but he fell into me. Even after the fight, he said to me, he say, hey, bro, like you were hitting me hard. I was holding on for dear life because you had me out on my feet a couple times.'
1: Yeah, but the judges really fucked that one up. Like that's why yeah. you can't. Like they always say, no lead up to the judges, and you learned that on your very first yeah, fight. Yeah, so. yeah.
0: And I'm around a lot of boxes a lot with experience and shit. And like one of my boys told me, um, shout out to Sam. He said, uh, bro, sometimes you're gonna think that you won. And they're gonna say you lost. And sometimes you're gonna be like, I don't know if I won that one, you're gonna be questioning yourself and they're gonna say you won. So in amateur boxing, the judges are amateurs too. Don't, you don't gotta take it too personally. My whole thing is I like to go out there and compete. I love fighting. It's fun as fuck. It's like, bro, it's like going and doing some basketball runs. It's like you're not too like you're not gonna stop playing basketball if you lose, right? I feel like sometimes with fighting, some can take it personal because it's like it's real one-on-one type shit. But it's like, bro, is, if it's what you do and what you love to do, you're not gonna let nothing stop you, right?
1: For sure, for sure. Like, I'm an athlete myself, but I've never done an individual sport. And, like, the toll that I could see it take on people when they lose and when they win, it's way different than a team event. Mm -hmm. Like, a team, you win together, you lose together. So, technically, sometimes you can lose a game where you played nice and you still walk away from the game feeling good. Yeah. But losing a fight, no matter – even if you think you won, you're never going to feel good about that shit.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's hard to feel good when the judges didn't see what I saw, right? But it's like – just like you said, it's like even sometimes in team sports, you, you get to dub and you'll be like, ah, oh, it's whatever. I didn't, I didn't do all that, right? So yeah, it's just like it's really all on you. And it's it's a new thing for me to learn because when I lost, like I thought I won. To be honest, I went and I shook the trainer's hands. I said, hey, man, you guys, good fight, man. <laughs> I really thought I won. I was oh, feeling nice. Bro,
1: especially because the last round, the nigga didn't even throw a punch once. Yeah, Like I he was literally just trying round. to survive. Like yeah, you, yeah. you were fucking his shit up. So it's like yeah. momentum plus that, but then the judges gave the round two which was a questionable round like you probably it. Yeah. the round, round two was the, other the one guy. that was it was so close like, and i that... even argue like, you can do a 10-8 in the third round because the guy did not throw a punch you're yeah. really just getting his ass beat for three minutes yeah exactly minutes, but a lot
0: of times they'll give you a nine eight unless you scored a knockdown the knockdown yeah. is what gives you the extra to the 10 right so it's all a learning experience man And i learned so much in that first fight and a lot of, what a lot of people say is a hey, uh, you learn more from a loss than a win. If yes, if I would have won, I would have just been cocky. I was like, ah, I got this in the bag. I probably would have lost the next fight. Now it's just I'm just trying to just keep working, keep working, right?
1: I will make the argument that only losers say that a loss makes you win, but yo, I, <laughs> I never I,
0: say makes you win. I say you get better from a loss than you get from a win. So you're
1: saying Floyd would have
0: been better if he lost? No, but I'm saying Floyd never tested himself. If we're gonna get into so deep talks like that, so we're Floyd, saying Floyd is not, Floyd's the, of, of, not the greatest. Of all time, no. He's 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 the greatest at what he did, right? Money Mayweather, and he's one of the greatest boxers of all time for sure, 15-0. But you can't tell me that he's better than Muhammad Ali because Muhammad Ali has five losses on his record. That's I think, not how it works.
1: I think the argument from Muhammad Ali goes just bigger than sports.
0: It's bigger than sports, and, bigger than sports. and and but if you want to talk and, about sports itself, Muhammad Ali took a stand in his prime, right, yeah. that put him in jail for three and a half years. In those three and a half years, think about what he would have accomplished. No, that's very true. And he true. wouldn't have had to uh, box for three and a half years past his prime like how he had to. He was boxing when he was an old man when he shouldn't have been boxing no, no more. I agree with that. Because he had to recoup that money well, that Floyd he lost out on. Floyd also
1: never took an L, so.
0: Yeah, but if, if, if you're always just chasing <laughs> the fights that you know you're going to win. I could do that myself. I Like, look, my first fight was against the dude, he was in his fifth fight. Yeah. I could have said to my, my trainer, nah, I want to I wanna fight a dude who's in his first fight, too. I would have for me sure scrub. won. Give me yeah. a scrub. Give
1: me a free dog. Yeah, I would have for sure clip. won, but
0: why do I want to do that? I wanted to see what I was made of, and I found out real quick that it's not pretty in there. I thought I was going to go into a pretty boxing match. We were going to be ha, 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 ha. but <laughs> it was like a brawl. It was like prop, 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 prop. everything was rough. I was like, man, this nigga's trying to hurt me, bro. Relax. <laughs> so that I had to go back and hurt him, you know, so it is it is it was all an adjustment right
1: bro, it was all fun too bro. the vibes in the crowd are crazy all the niggas yeah. pulled up we were yeah. just going nuts it was, yeah it was, it was a fun time it was a fun night.
0: yeah it was crazy in there it was loud as fuck but yeah
1: seeing you a week later after that it was actually really good to see your attitude up your vibe up you didn't really like that loss never hit you too hard yeah and, and it I, still I, has you motivated to go back into the gym get ready I, for the next one type shit
0: even with that bro i would say that's growth from boxing because like when i like i said when i first started sparring i was green as fuck i'd only been training for two months and i started sparring and I went through some rough days sparring like where niggas were cracking me and shit. And like I'm I'm real competitive. I like to win and shit. So a lot of times in the past I will say I shied away from certain things because I only like to do shit that I'm good at. And that's how I got into rap, because I was just so good at it. I just did it. I didn't even necessarily love it that much. Mm-hmm. But niggas just like, yo, you're so good at that, you should do it. So I ran with it, right? But it's like with the boxing thing, it's like, yo, I just wanna I wanna be good at it and I wanna do it. So sometimes you gotta go through those rough days to get to where you wanna be at. And it's just like Man, sometimes taking those lumps it makes you a better man. Cause I'm like, bro, it's not always about winning and losing. You definitely want to get to a place in your life where you're winning all the time, but you're not gonna get to that place if you don't go through the losses sometimes or go through the tough times. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I get that.
1: I was just talking shit. Oh no, I know, I know. It's it's, it's like, bro, even
0: people at home be trolling and shit, and it's it's funny. (laughs) It's funny to laugh at shit, bro. Like I got my ass beat. Ha ha ha. Like it's funny. (laughs) Like you know, it's just once you get past that little laughter and shit, and you start talking about real shit and real life shit, that's what really matters. No,
1: I agree with that. All right, so this podcast, what we're gonna be talking about mostly is gonna be our lives, obviously, because like we're living it, but also what's happening in like the hip hop culture, mm-hmm. in the news in general, and like just different headlines that we see and we want to talk about. So I'm gonna throw this headline at you, Jimmy. Do you think gonna snitched?
0: Gonna snitched? Uh, I just think like he didn't stay solid. Uh, that that word is just getting overused. The whole snitching thing. Like snitching is when you get caught up doing something with someone. And you say, oh, you guys think it happened like that? No, this is how it happened. And well, you tell the whole what story. He did? Because he no, took no. a plea deal. What he did, what he did was he said uh, YSL is a gang and they need to be stopped. And it's a whole Rico trying to figure out if YSL is a gang or a record label. So technically you say he ratted, he snitched or whatever. I, I think just what he did more than anything was just not be a good friend to someone who helped him change his life. Uh, and he didn't stay solid for a nigga that he should have stayed solid for. Let's just break it down simply like that. I don't like to get into the whole trendy calling guys rats and he's a snitch. And I don't know the ins and outs. And I'm not going to go and look into the ins and outs. But from what I could see, he's just not staying solid. Well,
1: like, if you're coming from the perspective of, like, Thugger, right? Thugger's in there. He's getting charged for all these things because he's, mm-hmm. like, listed as the leader of the gang. Mm-hmm. How can you argue then? Like, if he's the leader of the gang and they, they're trying to figure out if this is a gang or not and all charges are going to fall assumably on the leader of said gang. If he's out here taking a plea deal saying, yeah, they are a gang, and I'm I'm assuming, again, just assumptions, that if he took this plea deal, he's going to have to speak against Thug in court or against the gang in general in court, a part of the plea deal, if they end up do going to trial. See, that's what I'm
0: saying, that, that I can't speak on that, because that's... Um... That's speculation, right? If that happens, then I will have to say he's a rat. If he takes the stand and snitches, <laughs> yeah, you could everybody could say he's a rat, right? But as it stands, it's just not staying solid, right? But also, too, it's just like you got to look at that Rico thing, it's like, bro, they don't want guys like Gunna, they don't want guys like Umfunk and all these guys around Young Thug, they want Young Thug because it. I'm sure one of these guys is solid enough to say, bro, if you want me to take the rap for this, I'll take the rap. I'll say I was the leader and all that. I always thought that. they're not going for that. They're not going for that. They're not not hearing that. They're building up the case to make it. They're trying to get rid of young thug.
1: That's what I never understood because, like, all these niggas, like, these celebrities, like, they keep getting caught up, like, in stupid petty crimes and shit. And it's, like, I never understood why they don't have, like, these niggas that, like, they're boys that are always just there, like, a part of their entourage and shit. Aren't those niggas supposed to just, like, fall on the sword in situations like that? Because, like, if he's putting bread on your table, your family's table, like, if he's about to get in Like, not even... So, for example, like, uh, I don't know if you remember, but, like, three, four... Maybe longer than that. Like, five years ago, Joel and B got in a street fight. And all his niggas were just standing around watching it. I I'm don't just remember like, that. Like like Joel Embiid was beating up a, a white guy who looked little, obviously compared to Joel Embiid. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just like, yo, if I'm one of his niggas that were there, they were standing like just stand, standing there, just watching, not even yeah, stopping got, it. You, gotta step you up. have to like grab Joel Embiid and then beat the nigga up yourself so Joel Embiid doesn't keep wilding out. hundred percent. Take the charge. You get you, let's uh, say you get 100%. a year in jail or like a big ass fine, and B oh, pays man. that shit for you because you're doing this for him. And then he doesn't <laughs> get the bad media, and
0: he still feeds the people because they those niggas are watching. This is the us. thing though, bro. That's what logic says. And even if you look at a lot of situations, logically, people don't even act how they want to. They the fear takes over, and they be acting out of fear or, and shit like that, or sometimes just don't really step up to the plate like that. Joel Embiid made it to the NBA because he's the type step up to the plate. His boys did not make it to the NBA because they're not cut from the same cloth. Yeah, but
1: you see so many of that like that same situation where it's like, yeah, these yeah Guys, yeah. like, they're, I get they're, they're your friends and like they have their own life, yeah. But it's like if the meal mm-hmm. ticket is mm-hmm. about to get himself in trouble. Protect the meal ticket at all costs. Even if you're not the bodyguard, you're not paid bodyguard. 100%. That should be the concept. But that's
0: why, too, it comes down to, like, is it organized crime? Because Rico is a whole thing against organized crime. And it's like, if it's all going through Young Thug, is it that organized? Yeah. Like Like you're saying, right? Another thing, too, to, to comment on is, like, bro, Young Thug, his music is very successful. And if he were to just live off his music, he could definitely take care of himself, his children, and, like, let's say his mom, his dad, his brother. You know what I'm saying? But for him to take care of all the niggas around him, I guess he felt like he had to build up this whole big empire that helps niggas have different ways of making money and shit. So a lot of what he's going down for is actually for trying to help out these same people who are going to be the same people who drag him down. And that's the crazy part why a lot of people say you don't need to do all that because you're trying to boss up and you're trying to put on for everybody. But everybody's not going to put on for you when the going gets tough, right? I agree with that for sure because it's
1: like, I don't
0: know. I don't know the ins and outs of this YSL case, but
1: it's exactly, like, yeah, it's, it's all con- speculation. We're it's like I don't know what how much organized crime went into the the quote unquote gang. But then it's like you can also bring back that Dave Chappelle joke that he just had about Kanye, where it's like get a group of white uh, Italians, it's a mob; get a group of black people, it's a gang; get a group of Jews, and that's just a coincidence. Yeah, like, that get a group of white of guys,
0: Jew- it's white supremacy. Yeah, get
1: that like take that joke from its root. It's like this is a group of black guys. Like, are they a gang? Like, I don't understand the. And ins and out of it. Like, I'm not too deep in it. I just see this gun and shit. I find it hilarious. But yeah. I don't know too much of the ins and outs of if it's a gang or not. Or is it just a group of black people that are organizing together, criminally or not. Like, And they just consider that unsafe.
0: You yeah, right, I mean? like, just a bunch of niggas that are on some fuck shit, but they're yeah, not they, going taking orders and shit exactly. like that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, the fact uh, that, like, bro, like if,
1: even if Young Thug is the leader of said YSL, like, if he's a, a positive leader, they clearly don't want that sh- shit in the community. Yeah, yeah. The if if take they could throw that.
0: a Rico at Farrakhan, they would. That's why he makes sure that all, all his peoples are not on that, right? But, like, yeah, like, bro, it's crazy. Because if you look at it, if a black kid goes and shoots up his block and hits five people on a drive-by, they're not gonna call it a mass shooting. They're mm. gonna call it gang related, right? Where'd you hear that from? From you. And I had to actually <laughs> I actually had to stop and think about it for a while. As much as I didn't want to acknowledge it at the time, it's like, damn, that shit is kind of funny. Yeah, like, bro,
1: because I, I remember we had a full argument, full-on argument in the group chat with the boys, and you we were saying how like all mass shootings are done by white people. I'm like, nigga, like Google right now. I was just like this is what I said. I was like, Google right now, shooting in Chicago this weekend. And I guarantee you, it was a random weekend. I was like, I guarantee you, you'll find an article about X amount of kids shot. Yeah. And yeah, it's like, you yeah. did it. With like, that
0: though, with that is that the whole gang thing comes then is gang yeah, motivated. Exactly. With a lot of these mass shooters, it's hate motivated. Well, but, I, but hold on yeah. for a second. Bye, bye. If we really look at the gang motivated shit, is it not hate motivated? Yeah. And that's why you got to look at a little deeper sometimes into it. It's like, bro, are they trying to program mm-hmm. us to hate each other so we can kill each other? And it can just be, it's our own little section. It's like, that's all gang activity. Because even I know, well, my homie um died, RRP mm-hmm. Cozy. They really try to paint it out like it was gang activity, and I know this is my best friend. I know he's not a gang member. He yeah. had nothing to do with nothing like that. That's what I was. But about just to because say. he's black, that's what they're going to associate it as. You know, I was about
1: to say it's like everybody wants to say black kid died, black people died. It's like that doesn't necessarily mean gang. That can be hate. Like that can be a matter of like, yo, this guy, this guy backed my shorty. I'm going to go kill him. Like literally, simple as that. Like or just straight even, hate. Even, like even you know? just
0: dudes looking for stripes, looking for easy targets. No, you're walking. Saying- you're walking down the wrong street a group of guys pulls up on you 100% end up shooting you because that kid wants to have a body under his belt and you had nothing to do with anything that, yeah, that type of stuff happens all the time too I
1: don't know I think it's crazy like again like it's America has a big gun problem but it's like violence and criminalities everywhere. Like, you see that shit in yeah. the UK getting niggas getting stabbed all the time. In Canada, where we have zero I, gun rights, hey, niggas I was, was about, shot to, all I was the about time.
0: to say, though, in Canada, what's going on with all these random TTC attacks? Bro, that shit's nuts. It's bro. weird, right?
1: Yo, bro, like a fucking guy just got, like, I saw a TikTok of this girl. It was like like, just a regular like 20-year-old girl. She made a tic-tac saying, this is how you have to ride the TTC. And she's literally on the TTC platform hiding behind a pole because she's like, I don't want anybody because it was an empty station. She's like, I don't want nobody knowing I'm here. Once the train pulls up, then I'll get in because people are actually scared. Like, it shit's fucked.
0: Yeah, I'm wondering, bro, like, it's so random. And it's like the people who are doing the attacks, every time I see them, I'm like, this looks like a random person that no one would pay attention to. Yeah, And I'm wondering, like, is it a cult of people who feel like forgotten part of society that well, are grouping up together and saying let's go attack people
1: well that's like the narrative right they always say that these people are incels right and i i, I don't even but i personally, see, the, I, personally the, I don't the, agree with the, the incel thing is
0: a big that. thing but a lot of the people who've been doing attacks are women oh really I yeah didn't know that. like the last like one that happened was a woman it was like she was like a like a 38 year old woman who went and attacked someone randomly it's like bro you, it's weird it's weird and i understand that mental health is a big thing but sometimes, like bro, like when that Charles Mansion shit was happening, and they couldn't figure out what the fuck was going on, and when they got to the bottom of it, it was some weird, weird manipulative shit that he was <laughs> s- sending people to do weird shit. And to me, this feels like one of those situations. Where it's like, bro, no way. All at once, all these random people would start stabbing people on the TTC and in these public places and shit. I think the cops gotta start to put two and two together and dig deeper into this. As what no, I think, I
1: think, it's, I think all this shit's real fucked up. Like, I, like all the violence, like violence in general on random people makes no sense. Like that shit's scary yeah. for a society. And it's like if you see that, con- like that concept of the society wrinkle, then the foundations of the society itself will start falling, like yeah. one at a time. Remember, right? remember
0: when the dude tried to cut the dude's head off on the go bus? Nah,
1: I never heard about this. Yeah, he fun. had like
0: a like a like a like a hacksaw type of shit, and he tried to cut a dude's whole head off. Like, like that random shit, bro. That's the that's the scariest shit because you just be anywhere and someone just loses their mind and was like, "How are you gonna be prepared for that?" Like, you know. Nah, for sure, and bro. You, you fear for like your mom, you feel for your sister, like your aunt. But then cousins, that also goes that, into you know? like
1: the the concept of like people reacting off of fear is never sensible, right? So whenever you make a decision that's fear motivated it's almost always gonna be the wrong decision
0: uh, let's say you get a security camera for your house based off of fear Is that wrong? no
1: no I'm saying like when you take pre like for example right so um let's say for my for my nephew for example he lives like less than a kilometer away from his school but because he like lives downtown his mom doesn't trust him to walk to school by himself that's fear motivated like you know what I mean that's not the right decision so it's like she has to wake up every morning and take them to school when, for example, when I was in school, I used to walk almost two kilometers to school by myself. Yeah. It's like, like the freedom that you have as kids, it's like, if you look at your your history of like when you were like, let's say 12 years old compared to your daughter's history when she was 12 years old, like now, like the way oh, my that da- you, My
0: daughter's nine. Oh, sorry. nine. Whatever, same thing. <laughs>
1: it's like, that doesn't matter. Like, it's like, the way you were treated compared to the way you treat them is night and day because of fear. And it is like... Like, for example, something that I used to do as a friend, like, with my friends when I was, like, my nephew's age now, 12, 13 years old, I used to get on my bike, not knowing the city of Toronto, look at the CN Tower, and bike down to the CN Tower. Like, just literally by just looking up every once in a while, whenever we yeah, see it, and yeah, just bike yeah. straight down. I spend out the day. It was, like, three, four of us. And then we bike back. And it's like, we didn't even know
0: where we were going. And shit, We had no phones. You are, right, bro? But it's different eras. Like, this internet shit is making everybody weird as fuck, bro. No, it does. It makes people a lot more weird and the weird people more brave. But then it's also like... It's it's just the weirdos you got to watch out for. Especially my daughter. My daughter is beautiful, bro. And like, if she had an older brother walking with her, okay, cool. Because I remember when I was nine, I used to walk to school, but with my older sister. Like, you know, Mm. I didn't start to walk to school by myself until I was like 11, 12, 13. And even then, I'm a boy. And I was always kind of like... I wouldn't say brolic but I wasn't no little 12 year old I was you're a little a, nigga now what the fuck so you talking I'll about I'll still fuck you up and I'll still fuck you up but I'm saying though like if anyone was try to snatch me it wouldn't be worth it for them I'd be putting up a fight and this that why do you want a little black boy for it right now like, I feel they want that little, I just find it weird you know, though. typical like, type shit
1: it's like the amount of freedoms we had like that's what created sure. my, like that's what shaped my childhood and it's yeah, like now sure. I see it getting eroded in the next, like, c- culture because of all these fucking weirdos on the bus. Like, again, if I see this, like, I'm not blaming any parents. I, like, I understand. I just find it weird. But, like, yeah, 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 if yeah. I see a headline of this guy randomly goes on the bus and stabs three people, hell no, I don't want to send my kid on that fucking bus. Right? You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly, yeah. it's like, that shit's fucked up. But and even, like, bro, even
0: growing up, like, on the TTC shit, like, bro, I've seen a lot of weird shit on the CTC, like, growing up, like, um, grade 9, walk onto the uh, onto the subway and this homeless dude was jerking off in front of a woman bro yeah. like right in her face and I'm looking around like I, I I literally as a kid I just looked around to see if there was other grown men there and there was like seven eight nine ten grown men but in their suits coming from work don't want to be involved they all look uncomfortable but they don't want to be involved and me, As a fucking thirteen-year-old boy, I had to go and confront the homeless man and stop jerking off in this lady's face. Nah, bro, "Bro, that that shit threw me off. I couldn't go sit down while this nigga is jerking off in front of the girl's face. What the fuck? And that's the type (laughs) of shit you (laughs) see, bro. bro. Society's
1: fucked, bro. Like, look at Mishu pull just pulled up something. Scroll up right there. Like it says, the headline of this says TTC Riders Staff Set on Fire, Stabbed, Stabbed and Swarmed in Wave of of violence. Violence. Like, bro, what the fuck on the headline is that? Like,
0: like setting niggas on fire. That was one day ago. Bro, Setting niggas on fire is crazy. Like, unless that man, like, did something to someone you love, why are you setting them on fire, bro? Set on fire, stabbed and swarmed. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's hate. And swarmed means there's more than one person involved. How you not see a nigga doing some shit like that and be like, hey, Chill out, bro. Bro, my
1: mentality, (laughs) bro. Bro,
0: society's fucked nowadays, bro. Yeah. But then there's so
1: much fuck shit that... Like, this is what I'm so confused about. Like, there's so much fuck shit going on in the world, and, like, I feel like it's getting so amplified with news, but it's also amplified in the good sense because, it's like, you hear fucked up stories that you're like, hey, wait, wait, wait a second. So, like, I don't know if you heard about this. This is going on in, like, LSU, uh, the University of Louisiana right now, where it's... um. Have you seen that what's that Trump the documentary about the black kids and then Trump was on it saying like these guys are animals blah 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 it's on Netflix. It's nah, like when they it.
0: see us or something like that? Oh okay.
1: Okay, so it's like these four black kids were accused I see, of I don't I
0: don't I don't actually subscribe to a lot of that shit. No, no, so it's like a lot should... of that shit I don't really watch cuz I feel like it's trying to divide. It's no, but it's, it's so fucked
1: cuz it's like we want to say we teach history so we don't make the mistakes of our past, right? Mm-hmm. So then this whole documentary is about these four black kids that were accused of raping this woman in the park. So, oh!
0: Oh! Yeah! Yeah! Yeah, so, and, yeah! And then, like, even like, so like, it was a big media thing. Oh, so then, this is retro Trump we're talking so about. So this is old, old, old. Okay. Yeah. So this
1: is like an old a document that's on Netflix now. So then, yeah,
0: I seen it. I seen parts of it. But that's, so, like, that, 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 I, that shit's heartbreaking, bro. It's heartbreaking First because, seen because them it's crazy. getting framed. I'm like, I'm not watching this. shit,
1: Okay. Bro. But then that's what I'm saying. So right now, this exact same situation, essentially, like to my knowledge at least, I should I just say because I don't know all the facts. Yeah, it's speculation. Is happening
0: again right now. LSU? Yeah,
1: so apparently this is what happened. So there's, like, video. Of, uh, they pulled up the like, cameras from, like, the bar and shit. But, like, apparently these four kids come into the bar. There's three. Uh, two of them are 18, one's 17, and one's 28. I don't know where the
0: fuck the 28 <laughs> is from. They're going to a college
1: bar. This girl also is in the cardboard. They're, they're all drinking and shit.
0: Save it. Bro, when you're 28, hanging out with three niggas that are 18. 18
1: and 17. Uh, at college bro bar,
0: bro. I, I'm telling you, young niggas, watch out for that shit. Because you you'll be young, be like, yeah, I'm cool, bro. I'm my nigga, he's, he's like, bro, you don't want to be hanging out with that dude, bro. You don't hang <laughs> bro, out with that dude, bro. I, when I heard
1: that, I was like 18, 18, 17, 28. What the fuck?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, have, like, I have young homies, but like I'll be like mentoring them. Or like we might hop on like PlayStation or something. But my nigga, we're not going to no bar. <laughs> like, bro, it unless crazy. it's his birthday and we're trying to take him it, and show it gets him something. Crazy, but even it gets then, crazier. I'm not going out with a bunch of his friends. I'm taking the little nigga. We're going to go out with me and my friends. Like, what, what are you talking about hanging out with three 18-year-olds?
1: So then they go to the bar or whatever. They're drinking. They're having a good time. And then, the, they start hitting on this one girl, and the girl's drunk too. It's like a pretty blonde girl, like your classical like Southern Belle or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. So then, apparently, this is what happens. So the guy, they all like convince the girl to come back with them. They go to the car.
0: I know what the story's going. Right? <laughs> on. You know, so no, no, it's
1: fuck. It's like the weirdest story ever, and it's happening literally right now. So then, the seven, the seventeen year old and the eighteen year old, apparently they both back the shorty each like separately in the back of the car but like the girls fully consent like they say they, the guy 18 year old said he asked the girl at least five times and she's like I'm down I'm down I'm down whatever can, so come that, on
0: can I take a, a stab at where this is going no, I the, tw- the 28 year old nigga is mad that he wasn't involved <laughs> and he makes it into a, 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 a rape type thing like he's getting too much like hey you gonna fuck with my niggas you gotta fuck with me too <laughs> yeah. I, I swear that's where this is going I swear that nigga would be see. a
1: weirdo then nah that's not where it goes that's where them that's where them loser niggas take nah, so it so this is where the le- the left turn comes so then, the girl they, they start videotaping after they like, they they do their thing or whatever. They start videotaping it, not the act, but like the girl. And apparently, they're like mocking, they're laughing at the girl like this, like and the girl's just like, ah, like immature, playing a long immature, kind immature of? shit, yeah, yeah immature so shit. immature shit, like eighteen year old shit, shit you're supposed yeah, to do yeah, when yeah, you're a yeah, teenager. Yeah. Yeah. So then this girl's like, all right, well I'm gonna go. Let me out. So she gets out of the car, goes. Apparently, she calls an Uber and she gets hit by a different car while she's standing on the side of the road and dies. Oh, all right, fuck. so take this in. So like, she, these two guys had intercourse wow. with this girl, I'm and then this girl goes out. So the worst
0: about the twenty-eight year old.
1: <laughs> so this girl goes out, dies in a completely separate manner, not even with these people, like not in their their quote unquote care. Like she's drunk, she's on the road, she fell in front of the car or something. I don't know exactly how it happened, but she died from a random hit and run. The coroner of, of the of the of the the state Louisiana saw that she had semen in her body and uh. said, "Oh." With the semen plus her alcohol level, this hatch will have been rape. Come and now on. these two kids Come are being on. are being evicted of rape, and in the state of Louisiana, rape is a life sentence.
0: Yeah. So and how least, fuck yeah, so, the, so you know we see when we knock, see they're us, they're and they're eager to lock up niggas down but, there.
1: they all they even have like they showed the video of the girl like fully conscious, not like she's drunk, yeah, but she's fully conscious and aware when like after the fact. So it's not like yeah. she's like passed out like some
0: like an actual like it's super messed up and the annoying thing is it's like bro it feels like these days if that shit doesn't go viral like no justice will be Exactly served. so like, like that's like what I'm going saying going viral is the only way that you get treated that's like That's the a human only reason being, I brought
1: it up it's know? like cuz we always say like the news is so negative 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 but like when you see injustices like this it's like yo you need to gaslight the fuck out of this to make sure yeah. that like obviously we only get the like this is this the like there could be more to the situation but the baseline of this is outrageous yeah. Oh fucking
0: rages! Yeah, yeah, no, that is outrageous. And it's like,
1: like that's why I said when you see us, when they see me or whatever, the documentary, it's exactly about this. Like,
0: the, like I'm just, ima- are, I'm just imagining the corner. This bro, is, this, this, is nigger, this is, is nigger pictures. semen. This is nigger semen. Like, it's actually like, it's actually Like, this, like this ain't no a, white like man LSU, semen. This is rape. LSU rape case or something. But right. even then, you gotta, you gotta ask: Is it racially motivated? Because he didn't know that it's two black guys, right? No, no. Well, he didn't know that. He didn't know that. It's not like he knows the difference. Look at the kids. I feel you Bro. but he didn't know based off the semen that it's but it's maybe that's why they're guy. pushing
1: the case so hard now because it's like a pretty white girl and then oh yeah yeah this will grab headlines yeah, it's polarizing because
0: fucking... you know white people a lot of racist white people will see that shit like them niggers raped her yeah like, <laughs> but that's kind of like what it is right so it's like a public lynching in a sense right yeah 100%. So like, but it's like
1: nobody even accused of rape except for the coroner which is fucked yeah that they're is getting weird. they're getting charged for a life on something that the accuser didn't even accuse, like obviously, shit right what, we need to have, to have a public like,
0: conversation about that. Like, it, how drunk is too drunk? Because Bro, I, the, a what lot of people like a lot of people like to get drunk and have Bro, sex. That's
1: a whole different story because
0: it's like, yo, why? Well, that's, you- that's that's that is another story right there. though. <laughs> a lot of people like that get drunk to have sex. Like, I'm, I'll, they'll literally say, "I'm not drunk enough yet." Yeah,
1: no, for sure. Like, Shorty would pull up and be like, yeah, you have anything to drink? Like, let's get loose. Mm, yeah, like, they like
0: to get themselves loose. So, how is that grounds to say someone got raped because they were having a good time? I don't understand. Oh, no, bro. I, I sound I terrible. Think this- <laughs> I that from the record.
1: <laughs> I just think, I just brought this up because it's like, it is a deep, like a dark story, but it's like, bro. Like the social ramifications of some shit like this, where it's like yeah, just yeah, getting it's, out of control. That's like, precedent, right? Bro, it's the niggas' lives. Like, imagine, yeah, imagine you're eighteen too. years old, right? Yeah, you're so a young around, man. Think about the stupid shit you did when you're eighteen. Like, like batteries and. T- but what about dad, the twenty eight like, year old? Can't
0: he be brought in as as third, a witness? Third,
1: no, the twenty eight year old and the other eighteen year old that didn't back are third are getting arrested for a third party rape. Oh my god, which is crazy. Which is like fifteen years. Oh my god. So it's like all these niggas are going down. It's like. And it's, like, the judge, like, when they brought the video up of the girl after, like, the case started, and then they the, 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 the defendants, like, the black man's uh, lawyer brought the video out showing that this girl was not, like, blackout drunk. She wasn't, like, over-the-top drunk. Yeah. They were, like, the judge said, this is more evidence against you guys because you guys are just mocking her. So, it's, like... They're laughing in the background, being fucking. It. It's like, yo, if you have like, a, like for example, like every nigga knows let's a you shorty. Yeah, a battery shorty, real. you're goofing on it. If you, like, yeah, if, if she doesn't if, respect if, herself, if, you're if, not gonna respect her type shit. Like, fuck you, eat.
0: It sounds <laughs> immature because I'm not that type of nigga. But if, if you, <laughs> if you and your friend do some crazy shit like that and you're laughing about it, it's kind of natural, right? Like, I, I don't. Sometimes I feel like the judge doesn't want to put themselves in your shoes. Like, yeah, you know, it's like, bro, it is I, immature, I'm, but am I'm, like I'm young and all these people talk about the only thing they see me as is a piece of sexual meat right (laughs) so I took that and I flipped that and I made that bitch a sexual meat and me and my homie did that and we were laughing about it because the tables had turned ha 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 ha. but it's like people don't want to hear that like people don't want to understand that part of life it's just like Bro, like, they were just laughing for one moment because they had a piece of time where it was just like... Bro, they had a yeah, fun night. It was a fun night. They probably felt on top of the world. Bro, like, they probably a, felt on top any of the world.
1: guy would admit if something like that shit happened, like, you were having fun with your boys. Yeah, like, yeah,
0: your ego, your ego's... Bro, through the roof, through the roof. It's just like, I don't know. As an
1: 18-year-old kid, putting myself in those shoes, it's like, yo, there's almost no... This is You're 18, you're probably a freshman in university. This is, like, your first time you're out on your own, living on your own life with a 28-year-old mm-hmm. fucking guidance partner, whoever
0: that nigga is. But like,
1: <laughs> bro, I just want to know who that nigga is, bro. That makes no I want to
0: know what the core, because he, he was white, no? Yeah, I don't know. The, it was the, the two young dudes you
1: showed. Were I, think black them, guys. No, I think one of, no, I think one was a Mexican dude, and then the, the dreadhead was the next nigga. But it's like, regardless, it's where, like, yo, where you're out? that older nigga coming to play, <laughs> bro? You're out on your own for the first time. You're gonna
0: do stupid shit. As a yeah. girl,
1: the girl's gonna do stupid shit too, because they're yeah. gonna live in the best life. Like you know what I mean? That's exactly
0: what it is. It's like they were all. It sounds like they were all having fun. It's, but at the end of the day. Condolences to her and her family because it's super sad that super um, up. that she passed away and that all this is coming out only because she got hit by a car. And what about that person who hit her in the car? They, they, hit, they hit and, her and run. run. They never even found them. They never well, never they, found them. How about we find that person? <laughs> you <laughs> you can't really find someone on a hit and run, right? But like there
1: should be cameras everywhere. What do you mean? Well, maybe maybe that's a whole different case. I don't know. I don't want to speak too much on I'm shit I don't saying, know too let's,
0: much. Let's let's find the person responsible for killing her. How about we focus on that because that's the real issue at hand is that she's dead. Yeah, if we're being real. Well, a like hit and then run. She, she could speak for herself if it wasn't for that. A hit
1: and run wouldn't be a life sentence. And this niggas are like looking at life sentences, which is Isn't crazy. Isn't that crazy
0: too? Crazy. But, but we're saying that from the point of view where we think that they didn't like, well, rape yeah, her. Yeah, exactly. If you actually do rape somebody, yeah, you deserve I think to, to stay in, Yeah, you should stay in jail for the rest of your life. Because I don't understand that, me personally. Mm-hmm. Me personally. I don't understand that.
1: All right. Well, let's switch it up to something more light, but on the same kind of topic. Mm, so exactly. there's this uh there's this website called uh, Tag Their Sponsor. So essentially, what the website is is these two guys, it's a group of guys, and they have a fake Instagram account, and it's like under the guise of uh, a a Dubai prince or a Saudi pr- like mm. oil rich money like prince kind of guy. And he taught he Instagrams all these uh Instagram like he has all these Instagram models with like two mil five mil Instagram followers and shit, and will ask them the craziest shit ever. To see if they're willing to do it. It's just a full-on troll account, but these girls take them serious, and it's the funniest shit. So, there was this one I was looking at, and... um Oh, this is it? This is the page. I don't know exactly what story it is, but, like, these are all the girls. Like, you can see the girls, and you can pull up any other stories, and he'll say shit like, I think you're beautiful. They're talking in broken English, too, right?
0: Off the top, bro, I thought... I was expecting it to be a lot of, like, um, like super baddies, but, bro, some of these bitches are... Basic as hell. But they they're should, like they Two sh- mil followers and shit. Sh- like five hundred five hundred. Some, like, like, some of them are like some of them like regular, like twenty thousand, fifty thousand. You should have hopped at that opportunity. You're <laughs> bro, ambitious. It's crazy, it's crazy. I, I, I feel you. So
1: like this one so this one situation, right? So this girl has like two million on Instagram and the guy goes into her DM saying, I want I want you, blah blah blah. Like uh I have money, name your price. I'd do anything. And the girl's talking and talking to mups, talking to sweet. Uh, saying, oh, it's not about money. I just want to see you. You seem like such a nice guy. He's talking to her. Oh, they she's say, after the Big bang. Bro, after the Big She's after the Big So bang. then he's like, come over. <laughs> so he's like, what's your WhatsApp? So the conversation moves off of DMs to WhatsApp. And this guy's like, I want... Uh, I want to do kinky shit with you, and I will pay oh, no price, $10,000, no problem. And then the girl's like, "What? what's your kinky shit? He's like, I, we'll talk about it later, but will you be or you be willing? And the girl's like, it depends, blah, 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 playing all cute and shit. And then the conversation goes, 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 and he's like, okay, I'm going to fly you out next weekend. And she's like, okay, I'm down, but can my friend come? And he's like, absolutely, no problem, no problem. $10,000 to her, too, no problem. Shit, okay. So then like she they came and he's like i need you to send me a video saying you're gonna you consent to this so it's for protection for me and you so Mm -hmm. then she's like okay sends it like a five minute video i was like hey daddy like don't worry blah 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 that's right right (laughs) then is right when he got her (laughs) like that's right when he had her bro it's like the funniest video
0: you know what she
2: okay
0: advice for any females watching you get into a situation like this say yo I'm going to give you a little free game to the bitches out there. Say, yo, send me a deposit first. Because even in any type of business, that's what you would do. If we're going to get serious about this, show me some. You, you approach well, me. Well, they haven't done nothing yet. They haven't no, no, done no. nothing yet. Show me some money. Give me, you're saying 10 k k Give me 2000 just, just show me you're serious. And then I'll do all that. Because money talks. Don't be doing all that, putting yourself all the way out there, and no money has been shown yet. Yeah, so
1: right after that video, he's like, oh, you're so beautiful, blah, blah, blah. Like, your friend needs to send me the video too, but oh, once you guys come, it's going to be such a good time. And then the girl brings it back up, like, you Got said em. something about fetish. Can I just Got know em. what that is? Because, like, I want to see if I'm willing to do it. I'm very open to a bunch, though. Yeah, and yeah, And then yeah. the guy, no word of a lie, the guy says, it's not that crazy. I just need you to jerk off my camel. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I saw that I'm like, yo, this girl has to Like, yo, yo you have to take in It's a troll, right? Yeah. She says, no problem We'll both be willing to do that <laughs>
0: I'm like, yo. I feel like that's the racism in her show. So like, of course this nigga has camels. <laughs>
1: Bro, it's crazy. And then like oh,
0: again, the fuck. guy put
1: this full bullshit bullshit ghost and then posts it on this website. So uh, it exposes the girl and everything. It's the funniest. But I'll say shit. this, man, because
0: niggas sit around and laugh at this shit so like, ha ha ha. Bro, if a bitch hit you up talk about oh i'm rich as fuck like i just want you to do some weird shit bro niggas would be jumping out the window bro. niggas would be like i'll do whatever the fuck you want what are you, you talking about you're a, you're a prince let's say she's a prince from i, I don't want to say whales that's like like you know <laughs> acting like it's prince diana or some shit but but princess like from wherever and she's like oh i just i just like your type of vibe like i'll i just want to see you do some crazy shit niggas would be like okay when, when and where? <laughs> like, so I feel like sometimes we give these females a hard time. But, like, bro, even these days, they're programmed to go do some shit like no, that. Like, like no, know?
1: but, bro, the bag was crazy. It was, like, $10,000 yeah, each yeah, yeah. for the day, plus they're flying out to Dubai. living would be in, crazy like, the not house. to
0: jerk off that camel. <laughs> She'd be crazy not to, in my opinion. Bro,
1: it's such a funny Instagram. Or uh, It was on Instagram, got it off Instagram. But then it's, like, now it's a website. And, like, it just shows... He's pretty much just saying, like, bro, these girls that claim they're, quote, unquote, Instagram models, they're just, like,
0: they're just horrors. Like just h- hoes, like, high-level hoes. But that's cool, though, bro, because at the end of the day, everybody has a price, bro. Everybody has a price. And then people be, like, fronting to themselves like they don't. And not I don't mean to say every single person, but, like, 95% of people have a price that they'll do the craziest shit for, especially because, bro, like, it's easy to act like, oh... I don't want the money when the money's not in your face. But if someone's offering you twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars all at one time, there's a lot that you would do for it. Nah,
1: bro. I don't know. I'm a man of morals, so I'm not in that conversation when niggas say shit like, how much you just pay Would you suck a dick for five million million? Okay, like, Yeah, no, yeah, but no, bro, no, that's nigga. not even
0: what they're they're females <laughs> getting asked to do what they already do for free. <laughs> not the jerking off a camel, obviously. But if it's like, you know, if it's a, if it's a female fucking with a dude, so you're doing saying doing just like weird shit. like
1: heterosexual
0: shit, there's like a price that you'll pay. What, me? Not like anybody. I'm saying most people, yeah. Like, I don't want to put myself in that position. Right, but when you're put in that position, you will start to think about it. Let me it. show you yeah. a hypothetical
1: then. A hypothetical. Lizzo slides in your DMs, right? Okay,
0: yeah. She, I know she got the bag. All right. She says,
1: Jimmy, I want you to come over. I love you. You look so beautiful, blah, blah, blah. I love small, little, light-skinned niggas like you. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, I I'm a, but I'm, I'm a, expecting a, this already. But I'm expecting her to say
0: that. But I have a kink. What's the kink?
1: I like when guys fuck my roles.
0: Oh, I like that too. I like that too. I've been wanting to do that, and I never had a chance to do that, Lizzo. But I'm saying, though, before I get out there, I'm trying to get fresh. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need a little per diem. You know what I'm saying? So you want me to send you like five grand? Is that enough? Just send it. Just send the stuff to my house. Send some Gucci. Send some Louis. Send a Roly to my crib. And that's what I'm saying. That's how these girls should be going about it. Before you go and fuck the rolls, just get the money. I, you wouldn't fuck some Lizzo rolls for like a big bag. What are you talking about?
1: Where she says I want to film and put on OnlyFans.
0: See now you now <laughs> see now you're taking it a little far, Lizzo. I thought this was a private thing. Me, you're gonna get freaky on the low. Now you're trying to put it out there for everybody. I need some some royalties or something off of that, <laughs> bro. That shit's. But you see so what I'm saying, though, no, bro. I think a lot of niggas act like, oh, she's a hoe. It's like. My nigga, like, if you were her, you would at least, very least consider it. Like, if yeah. you're crazy if you wouldn't. Especially, like I said, if it's some shit that you do on a regular basis, like, I never fucked some roles before, but but like, if if a bitch was like, oh, I like you, you're my type, da-da-da-da-da. Not saying like, me exactly where I am right now in my life, right? Yeah. But I'm saying just as a young man, not a lot going on, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, why not? Why not? It sounds fun. It sounds like I'm gonna I'm go travel over here, do some fun shit. Wait what? I, bro, n- niggas who try to knock these females for that shit, bro. Females are out here having their way, bro. You see them in Dubai and shit. You think they're paying for that shit? Nope, no. Nope. And that's the cause of this. Kudos, kudos, to the, to the kudos, sponsor. kudos. Who's sponsoring who this trip? The thing is, is real life niggas aren't really that. I, I heard a lot of a, a lot of nasty shit about this Dubai shit. But even then, I feel like, oh, how, like they they, they just get shit on their chest yeah and stuff? yeah shit on. <laughs> but even then, they're doing that to like the low level hose because they're flexing on them and then like they still have the ones that they want to treat like princesses and shit don't get it twisted they're not shitting on every bitch that they fly out to but dubai every bitch that
1: flies out to dubai thinks that they're going to be the next princess of course that's of course that's
0: that's how you get them in the room <laughs> to, to shit on them like you know like and then, i'm sure that's a part of their six six psychological game they want to see if they can shit on these did hoes, you see that like. shit
1: that happened in uh the uk There's like they made a documentary about this guy called the twin uh the tinder swindler Yeah, yeah, I heard.
0: I heard about it. I heard he's a G. (laughs) That shit's crazy.
1: He literally was just like like getting, like convincing these bitches of all this, like he's so rich, so wealthy, all this shit, and then gets in a crazy situation. He's like, "Oh, my bank accounts are frozen. You need to send me twenty grand." And the girls are like, "Okay, you're my like, you're my man. I'll send you twenty grand." He takes that twenty grand, goes to the next shorty, and just spends that twenty grand on it. Yeah. So what? He's
0: he's having his way. Does it over and over and over? Bro, if you could do it, go for it. As long as you're not doing nothing illegal, I'm sure. Well, I'm sorry, sure there is I'm sure there's laws against that but there shouldn't be I I, I also
1: agree. I don't think you should be. There should be laws against yeah. people getting scammed. Like it's like when you see like, should kick in.
0: yeah, when you see them webcam hoes scamming people out like a million dollars and shit. It's like my nigga, how dumb are you? Like you deserve <laughs> to lose that million dollars. That that million dollars you probably inherited that, and it probably it probably trickles down from slavery. <laughs> so you deserve to lose that shit, <laughs> my nigga. If you're that stupid, you're giving a bitch you never met a million, even a bitch you met like a million dollars, bro. Like what? Like
1: when people found out like uh, Andrew Tate and Tristan Tate were doing all that cam girl shit and then they were talking to the girls. And they thought it was like the craziest revolution that guys are talking to these these, like the cam girls are being spoken by these guys. I'm like, yo, that's common sense. Like, think about any girl you've ever talked to in your life; they cannot hold a conversation. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you have to prompt a conversation, but then these cam girls are holding conversations. Oh,
0: so the Tate niggas were actually they're the ones
1: typing. Oh, the girls are just in front of the camera. They probably probably hire
0: niggas to type. That's too tedious. uh, No, but
1: that's what I'm saying, and that's like the whole. But yeah, especially especially you you find
0: somebody with no life who doesn't have a lot of companionship who's very lonely, yeah, they could have a conversation. Bro, That's why I look, at, told, the, look at the Manti-Tail thing. Yeah, look at the Manti-Tail thing. Oh, fuck. Because that dude was just Captain lonely. He had nobody to talk to as a woman, so he was on point with it. <laughs> Manti-Tail <laughs> hit him up at 4 a.m. He was like, oh, yes, I'm here. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, bro, when you don't have a lot going on, yeah, like of course you're going to have better conversation than a girl who looks good, has guys trying to create Shitty conversations with her 10 times a day that she doesn't want to talk to. Even probably her own family members and shit be acting creepy towards her and shit. And she just doesn't, she's just so put off by conversation and shit. Like, yeah, it makes sense. Like, bro, it makes yeah. Sense. And it's like,
1: like, think about like OnlyFans. Like, half the money doesn't even come from like the new pictures. It comes from like these girls responding to DMs and messages. And yeah, shit. yeah. The, extra the shit. Text. That's like, why,
0: bro, even with that OnlyFans fan shit, I had nothing against OnlyFans, but the girls who are like, like, bending over, sticking your butthole in the air, like, I promise you, nobody wants to see that. It's like, <laughs> like don't put that shit on OnlyFans. If a nigga wants that one on one, make him pay for it. Bro. But don't be putting that on your own. And I, don't, I've never even seen a lot of OnlyFans. I just see some people get exposed sometimes, and it's like their buttholes in the air. It's like I like, just chill. Like chill. I just keep it the, keep the
1: it game because like I was a fan of this uh, old YouTuber named Rice Club, and that's what he ended up doing. He went and just man managed, OnlyFans. You know, he manages girls on OnlyFans. So like he has like these girls that that's like new age that's like
0: shit. I want to say that's like new age pimping, no, but it's but not like, quite, but it's 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 practically it's like some Hugh Hefner shit. for then, sure,
1: I don't know if he does it necessarily or he funds it or the pro, like the the whole program. But he was talking about it on one of his streams where he was like, "Bro, if you think you're texting these girls on OnlyFans? You're wrong. Like, yeah, there's niggas yeah, yeah. on the other end of these phones texting you all day, all night. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's like from from personal, you're experience. paying to talk to a girl to a guy, and then this guy would be like will text a girl, be like, "Yo, Stephanie, this your client Jack wants a video from you personally saying something about yeah, 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 hundred percent." And then that girl will send him the video, and then he sends that video to Jack. Yeah, yeah. And even then Jack even, is like, "Oh, I'm gonna give this guy hundred dollars for this." Hundred like,
0: percent. Even aside from the rice Poppy nigga, whatever fuck you say name, bro, put rice some respect gum, on his name. rice gum, rice gum, rice gum. Sorry, but like, there's a lot of niggas out here, like, uh, like nerdy type internet niggas that understand how that shit works, and will actually. Hit up the OnlyFans girls and say 100%. I want to. I want to help you run your page, monetize it better, and I'll I'll do all that shit for you. I'll do all the work you just post pictures. That. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. do all the so work. There's, you just d- post there's pictures. dudes out here actually. They they go. They don't. The bitches aren't even finding them. They go find the bitches and say I'll, I'll do that for you. You are you getting too tired of running your OnlyFans? I'll run it for you, which is crazy. But that's a whole another lane right there, bro. There's so much ways to make money too. And that's why when I see people robbing people and shit, I'm like. Or just be creative, like. Just be (laughs) be creative. creative. There's
1: easier ways. Like, all this
0: chat GBT shit. Have you seen that? Chat GBT. So, it's like
1: AI. There's like 12 different AI systems that are are out here running and shit. And now there's niggas that are taking AI and all these other websites, like, that, all all these different forms of AI, like, conversation things, Mm -hmm. and forming them into them working as a business. (laughs) So, they'll be like, if they have to do a PowerPoint about X and they need inputs for this this and this it put in they just put it in the ai like they put they punch in like exactly yeah, what the, yeah, yeah. your employer is asking for into the ai and they'll put out the whole spreadsheet for you yeah i've seen that and then send it i've to, seen that, and the, that even
0: people say that you can make brands there's a guy who put out code for trading and he yeah. made like sixty thousand in one day oh, i don't
1: believe that though
0: i kind of believe it the only reason it i right don't way. believe he that. had to put in so much code into it bro he had to teach it how to trade
1: I get that, but I, the only reason I don't believe that is because the niggas that created this AI, this shit's not new, right? So like yeah. they probably had this shit for like two, three years, perfecting it to like yeah. send it out to the public. Yeah. The niggas that were creating it would have definitely tried to do something along that sorts they of how would, am I gonna break the stock market? Bro, they probably and if do. they didn't break it, unless what if it comes out that like that whole. uh fucking gme stock thing was based off of this ai shit that
0: would be crazy but I i'm think, just saying like you said if they, they just, never found a way to if, break if it people if consumers are doing it like you said the creators has been doing it and it's like bro they're smart enough to know to do it small scale and if you want to put code into it don't make too much noise trade to this cap and every they, day they, that would be crazy get your consistent money like bro sometimes people would sit back and be like oh them niggas would be millionaires. And it's like, bro, a lot of niggas aren't millionaires. Bro, are. Like, a lot bro. of niggas are sitting back doing the things that we think, oh, no way someone did that. And they are doing that. Yo, they're no. staying behind the scenes. They're not showing their face. And they're becoming millionaire. No so bullshit.
1: I, I saw, I, again, I don't know how real this is, but I saw it on, like, the Instagram reels that uh, this guy was working 11 stay-at-home jobs at once. Literally had a laptop open for de- 11 different companies, working a 9 to 5 Monday to Friday. So still working eight-hour days, but for 11 different companies answering emails, doing all that shit. Making one point two million dollars a year. Shit. For working working eleven jobs, eight hours a week, shout or forty to, hours a Shout out to that guy, bro. Shout that's out what out I'm saying. Don't know how real that is, but then if you scale that down, do I think that people are doing that for three or four jobs? One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. One hundred percent. And then how much is that? Like, let's say you're making eighty thousand each job. Like, you're making one hundred sixty, or sorry, three hundred twenty thousand from four
0: jobs. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Kudos to them, man. More power to you. So it's like
1: I do believe that like a lot of these internet things are real. In the sense of like how they scale money, but I don't believe a lot of the stock shit. Cause if you go on YouTube, go on any platform and search like trading, you'll only see winners. And that's not how there's more losers than winners in the stock market.
0: So uh, it's like you I can't just it. keep saying Sometimes this is I don't how I want to say do, it. Speculate this how you do it. Too much, But but the AI thing to stick to it yeah. is really interesting. And Very I think productivity will go up. But then human ingenuity, ingenuity goes down. If anything,
1: you know, uh, productivity will go down because these
0: could solve no, everything for you. That's exa- that's why productivity goes up. I need a I need a, I need oh, a solution saying, to this problem. Well, that's what, they yeah. were,
1: that's what they were saying about the fucking Andrew Yang's uh, universal basic income shit, right? I think, that's, I think that's good. So bro. that was before COVID. I think COVID, that should happen. But, no, but think about it like this, right? That was before COVID. They were saying that everybody should get an X amount of money. Yeah. They said, no, no, no. But then now CERB and all these stimulus packages yeah, they, and shit came out. They tested it out. They tested
0: it out. It wasn't really a
1: test. It was like, a reactionary thing to the situation at hand. But then from there, productivity went down because everyone was like, why the hell would I go to this $15 an hour job, $20 an hour job when I'm getting this same amount of money I'll say two
0: things. Okay, with AI, you're going to remember a lot of jobs are going to get lost. 100%. So they got to think about how do we still keep the economy going that people have enough money to give us the money that that we're able to accrue, right? Mm -hmm. If everybody's at home broke because they don't have a job, it doesn't matter if AI is running everything because everyone's going to be poor as fuck. No one's gonna be able to afford to to line their pockets up with money. So they have to figure out a way to give people enough money that they still wanna consume but if they want to stay home and not work, even better because we're gonna to have to find an AI to replace that job that the they're doing.
1: Think about like your base level jobs, like a receptionist. You don't need a receptionist. Yeah, you don't AI really need none of that shit. that shit. There's in. a lot
0: of shit you don't even need, bro. The CEO, I'm sure an AI could do that better because <laughs> because the less you're organizing
1: people, yeah, yeah,
0: like the less um like human attachment you have to a situation, like the less bias you have, the less actual needs you have. Like you have to go and buy food, clothes, cars, this, that, and the third. An AI would just Collect the money and put it back into good use for the company. They'd yeah. probably even be a better CEO because they don't have any expenses. There's no overhead for the AI, right? Yeah.
1: Well, there is an overhead for the AI. I was watching another, like, again,
0: don't know how how
1: through this as well. I was watching another video about uh, the cost that runs ChatGPT, and they're saying it's like zero point zero 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 three cents per input, which would convert to almost three million dollars a day. That okay. is getting paid to like the Amazon web services. Yeah, the, the servers, have, right? Yeah, the servers yeah, yeah, to process yeah. all these inquiries. So like anytime you type into it. But that's just their like,
0: that's just their profit because they don't want to lose they're not doing this shit for but free. But they are
1: doing it for free. So it's like I don't get I No, they're but,
0: making their money. You said they make like three million dollars a day. No, but that's no that the
1: web services, I'm saying the Chat GBT does it for free. Like you don't oh, like if yeah, I wanted yeah, to yeah. go on Chat GBT right
0: now, it's free. That's like that's like that's like, bro, if I sell you a slave, I know what they're gonna do for you. So I'm I'm including that in the price. I know you're gonna make a certain amount of money off of it
1: yeah it's in- like all this shit's just mad it's, it's just new
0: age slavery without people being involved and that's the thing if you look at it slavery was actually very natural because rich people wanted to figure out how to get richer and they figured if we buy people we could get way richer yeah me and, and, and you and, and, have and, completely and,
1: different views on slavery obviously we talked about a bunch but it's like yeah, i think you throw around the word a little too loosely because it's like i get what you're saying in the I'm sense just saying that literal
0: like, slaves like if you could buy somebody <laughs> to help you make money why wouldn't you do that right like i'm not saying that's morally correct i'm saying if you have no morals stop you from doing whatever the fuck you want why wouldn't you go 100 it's like your it's exact pro- concept
1: of a nanny right so yeah. it's like a nanny doesn't just watch your kids they do your dishes they do your laundry exactly. clean so, your house so like, morally
0: bro so much of course morally a lot of us aren't going to want to do that to another person Bro, if it's a robot, everybody's going to be down oh, with that. Oh, that's what you're it's gonna take. It's gonna I agree take with that a, 100%. Yeah, yeah, it's going to take... You have a high 100%. moral compass if you feel like, oh, that's not right. I, I could hire a real person instead of the AI. But then it's you
1: like, see, like, that Ex Machina movies and shit. Yeah, it's like yeah, Where like, the yeah, robots come to life and then Bro, the Matrix, fuck you up. Like. For
0: when it comes to the AI, the Matrix is the GOAT, especially uh, Animatrix. <laughs> that shit will break down exactly what will happen, what will happen with it. And it's just like fuck, bro. That day is coming, so just be careful. I don't know. I'm it's, not a, f- a lot of the shit that they talk about is inevitable. It's Everybody just, talks about how they're afraid of like AI and shit. I don't
1: necessarily fear it, but I do see the ramifications coming down the pipeline.
0: Bro, I don't fear it, but you got to realize why they're better than you, and that's why I was just saying. No, it's, of like, it's like they don't get distracted by pleasure, comfort, hunger. They don't have to partake in any of those things. So if we let an AI come into our economy, right? Let's say we just put an AI out there and this man is going to start collecting his bread. He's going to start playing with the stock market. It wouldn't take but a year for that AI to have most of the world's wealth. They would be taking out the wealth from the world and, and they don't have anything to do with it. They don't need to like, buy anything. Again, that's right?
1: where I disagree because like, that's what I was saying when the guy was saying he was making programs to 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 play the stock market essentially. I don't necessarily think that's true because to play the stock market, there has to be a loser on the other end. When you're winning, yeah, and someone people, else is people, losing. People
0: would be losing. So – Real-life people would be losing, and the stock and the AI would be so much better at it than us, especially if the, if, the, if the programming was right, that they'd be collecting money. And think about it. Okay, bro, when you win, you're going you're gonna to go and buy a shirt. You're going to go buy a car. You're going to go buy a house. When the AI wins, they're just going to go play more. It's like it be, they right. become like the house. It'd become like the house quickly. For gambling, yeah. yeah, quickly they'd become the house because they have no need to buy anything. They don't even have employees that they would be playing, right? Yeah. and that's what happens in the well, end. Of Matrix. That's
1: another end of the spectrum. It's like, yo, this AI shit. It's like there that's is somebody dangerous. that's programming it, right? So it's like yeah. right now for Chat GBT for uh, in particular, because it's the more famous one. If you put into GPT something basic with like viewpoints that are polarized, like is abortion okay? They will have a line that says, "I'm pretty sure G B T says a woman's right is it's just a woman's right to choose." Blah blah blah. But it was, so, that was input into it. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. So somebody is influencing the yeah, AI. Yeah, so the AI isn't an individual, isn't a an autonomous. Okay, object. so
0: now you have to think about this. What happens now when they start programming the AI to make AI? And that's mm. where shit gets real scary, yeah. right? Because they're not going to st- put in that, 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 bro, that shit is to keep humans safe, to say, oh, women's rights, uh, pe- no, people have the right over AI, stuff like that. If someone doesn't write that code into it, then you're fucked.
1: But that code is always going to be written. So, like, let's say AI1 code- is going to be teaching AI2, but they're still teaching AI2 based off the information from AI1.
0: Bro, it becomes a slippery, slippery slope. It does, Especially, no, once, of course, especially of course, once the of course. consumers, the average person is able to start Learning this technology and able to input it themselves, then you then you get anarchy. anyone could do anything, right? Yeah,
1: yo, I have a crazy conspiracy for you. Right, I want to hear what you think
0: about this. Right, next, I want to get into some funny shit. Okay, no, 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 this, but is, no, this little is too this is, heavy.
1: No, no, so this is kind of a hat
0: ish. So, you know, Aiden Ross, right? Yeah, I seen him acting spicy. This <laughs> nigga's <He's making laughs> fishy, bro.
1: I have a conspiracy that Aiden Ross became famous strictly based off of Meta. So, if we took at like, the timeline of Aiden Ross's fame, right? This guy was an absolute nobody playing 2K by himself. Like, yeah, Bronny came. He was playing with Bronny for a bit. I remember that. His but he was views, he was always trash his Spike vict- His view spiked from, like, 1,500 to 2,000. Like, he was getting, like, 2,000 views on Twitch is good. Like, it's a yeah. nice, solid he's, thing. He's probably
0: a rich kid. His parents is, are probably no, he rich. he is rich. He yeah. thought the
1: average salary for Americans are 100000 Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's different. Yeah, yeah. So, let's say he goes, he meets up with Bronny on 2K. It has that one moment with LeBron? It's his pin tweet on Twitter and shit. Like he's a like a very low end Twitch streamer, right? Yeah. Then he goes into Grand Theft Auto role play shit. You seen that shit where niggas nah. are? So GTA role plays, like they play Grand Theft Auto in a real world. So his world was called SSB. World. Oh,
0: like a private server. Like it's well, a private uh, server. T-, T Grizzly does yeah, that exactly. Right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a private server that he runs, and it's called his was called SSB World. It ended up being like the bigger one. So his was SSB World, and there's niggas that are literally like working at Burger King and shit in it. So it's like. Burger King in Grand Theft Auto is a guy behind his Xbox or computer, whatever he's playing on. You're just sitting there, waiting, sitting for there, waiting for people King? to come in and order Do you food. You literally
0: mean they had niggas working at Burger King? They
1: literally had people working at Burger King. All these stores. To work at so King,
0: there's man. no, a, me there's no AI King in the world. Then. There's no like, was you getting paid to digitally work at Burger paid. King? They're not getting paid. Nah, but they're a part me. of the the SSP nah, world. You gotta pay me. So like, flip burgers digitally. That's low. So let me
1: take this in. So take this in. So my theory, my conspiracy on this is. Right when that was getting, quote-unquote, big, it blew up But right before the announcement of Meta. So Zuckerberg and that shit was switching Facebook into everything to Meta, where there's going to be that exact concept, like role-play concept. But in a VR world, right? Yeah, yeah, So yeah. you're going to put a headset on, you're still going to work with a Which I've been jump. saying,
0: that's, that's, that's what will take VR over the top, but, just a side note. No, no. When, wow. you could, when you could go and live next to your friend who lives on the other side of the world, and but you're you guys not are neighbors, But digitally, you're but living exactly. next to them. Exactly. So that's
1: exactly what was happening in Grand Theft Auto. Everybody's yeah. living in LA, but nobody lives in LA. Exactly. So they're exactly. all meeting with these people. So my conspiracy is Zuckerberg promoted the fuck out of Aiden because then he went from like 2,000 views to 120,000 views.
0: I believe it. In a matter it. of I like it. three or four months. I don't think that's a conspiracy, bro. Bro, that's not,
1: not a conspiracy. That's
0: that's the algorithm doing what that's it's not supposed al- to. You can't say algorithm. No, the algorithm. He's he manipulates the algorithm, like we just said with the AI's, bro. Once you write that code in, obviously there's someone writing in the code. So he's looking at it like anybody who's doing that type of shit. Because even T Grizzly got pretty popular off of but it. But nobody got his
1: and, biggest bro. He I, I agree the, with you like, because he's A-less the most he's the most
0: mainstream like. for sure. When Zuckerberg was but going he was through literally the list of people, a nobody. I know, but he was, he was, a was a like, nobody. this is the perfect guy, and it's that simple. It's that simple. Like, bro, like sometimes you gotta just like. People would be like, oh, it's a conspiracy, but it's like, bro, that's actually simple business that Mark Zuckerberg should have done. That. No,
1: of course you can put it in the perspective of business, but it's not announced, so it is a conspiracy. When two people oh, conspire yeah. against someone for a, a better yeah, uh, outcome, happens for themselves, all the time. is what conspiracy is. happens all the time. Is. Happens all the time. So I'm saying, like, bro, the whole blow up of this whole internet like Aiden Ross co- like content is based off of like, in my opinion, an influx of a promotion for meta, but meta ended up flopping.
0: That's Meta's that's not gonna flop Meta's flop flopped no it's not bro look at their stock price and shit that shit okay flocked. stock prices bro don't get too caught up in that look at the t- stock prices of tesla you think tesla's gonna be the biggest thing in the world nah okay so why is their stock price so high because don't they're... worry about that that's just about what popular <laughs> opinion is and trends and shit like that bro give meta 10 years and watch what the 10 year olds 10 years from now how they're gonna be interacting well with that's meta. that's
1: my whole concept so they got he got zuckerberg got a kid, Aiden Ross, who was yeah. like 18, 19 at the time. Yeah. So he can, like, Aiden Ross's community is they probably like what, the next generation. Years
0: old? And like, bro, Ryan's world and all them little kids, they're gonna get, they're gonna be right next up on it I once they know. figure out good programs. The thing is with the VR shit right now, bro, it's like it's like when video games were first invented and Pong was a thing. It's like, bro, you can see that video games are gonna take over the world, but Pong isn't gonna be what takes over the world. Wow. That is the baby step. What's going on with, right now with Meta is baby steps. Ah, man. Once they grow up and start sprinting. You better watch out, bro, cuz that shit's gonna take over the world cuz once you can do something digitally, it's so much more convenient than doing it physically. Bro, you in saw real that life. sandbox
1: shit that was going crazy like um uh,
0: Yeah, when they were selling like the, exactly, the real estate. Exactly. When they were selling real estate. Exactly. Even me, I was like, "Bro, That's if it's if it's digital, right? Why are you vying for a huge plot of real estate when it, it's digital? You can scale things down. You can make it a miniverse." a tiny verse yeah like it doesn't matter what how much space but then so that's, it's like that that when you saw thing. that you saw a lot of initial investors oh, getting, duped. Getting, getting duped. into it they're getting duped they're getting duped and that helped that's gonna help meta build and nike and those places are gonna bro they're gonna still be big hubs it's gonna be like you're walking around on like a shopping mall and the nike store is gonna be gigantic it's gonna be like the great pyramids of giza you're like what the fuck but there's also gonna be a little phone booth that you can go into and it's just as useful but the thing is that it's not going to be as popular. It's going to be hard for it to become popular because it's just not as eye-catching. Bro. But you could do everything the same in there because, like I said, you could scale it down to a verse. And who's stopping you from doing that?
1: I, I don't... Like, me personally, I don't believe in this fucking shit. Like, I think,
0: like... A lot of people don't want to believe in it. I don't understand how you can't I, it's believe in it. That. It's right. inevitable. It's inevitable. I think
1: a lot of video game players see it. Like, for example, like me. I play video games my whole life. I see that shit, and I understand what they're trying to do, but I don't think it would ever be... Like, there's so many games. That are real, like MM, MMOs, so mass multiplayer online games. Like, yeah. the world is so like big, big, so inversive, Like, yeah. so like, and that's just gonna be that's gonna be one door but of that a million. Still, that's, that's why it gets, that's, st- why that's that I say that it'll be it'll be one year, two door years. of a million.
0: Yeah, there's gonna be new stuff coming all the time. But then it's like
1: no, but I'm saying the concept of that. Gets hey, th- have stale. you seen
0: Ready Player One? Yeah, that's how they should set it up. And I had this idea before I seen the movie. That's why I love the movie so much. You have a hub like a city, and that's where everybody lives and me, you, and Mishu, and whoever could go, and and your brothers, everything, we could all go and live on the same complex, probably cost you like $5 a house, and we're all living like neighbors, which is sick, because as soon as you log in, I go knock on your door, yo, TJ, come, let's go play some ball hockey in the street, It'd be little mini games and shit like that, little pickup basketball, little, little shit like like Wii, like Wii Sports, little shit, but then it's going to be like, yo, bro, let's go downtown, let's go to the, the hub, the sandbox shit, and then from there, it's sort of like, yo, you go to your favorite MMO. You can go to a NASCAR racing thing. You can go watch a live sporting event. You can go to class. You Like, bro, it's going to get to the point where you're not going to have to physically go into your university classes because you can just go in the metaverse, and it's, it saves everybody money saves everybody money. Mm-hmm. Now they don't have to spend all this money on these these buildings. They don't have to worry about security. They don't have to worry about protocols and all this and hiring the teacher to come in every day. They can make an AI be your teacher every day. You can do hands-on stuff. If you're, if you're studying to become a surgeon, you can literally go and do the surgery. And this is one door of a million. There's going to be millions and millions and millions of doors that will lead to so many possibilities. And that's what people need to open up their minds to was why this metaverse shit will change the well, you world. this is going to think- be a world inside of our world.
1: Well, you have to also think that all these millions and millions and millions of doors. For every good one, there's probably going to be three bad ones.
0: Yeah, and that's what I'm trying to say. That's and those three shit. bad ones. <laughs> let's say you hit like bro, six, every, seven rest, bad every restaurant out there. There's three bad restaurants for every good restaurant. That's what I'm trying to say it's like, yo, there's some good... people will go out of business, but Meta itself is not going out. Of, the world is not going out of business because of bad restaurant,
1: bro. I don't know. It's like my thing is, I understand your whole analogy when you say, like you can knock on your friend's door. I think that concept of going to your neighbors to go play a pickup game of basketball or street hockey or whatever is the exact concept that, video games took away from kids today. So like for me Yes and now they're gonna give it back. Exactly. So for, exactly. for example, for me, my brothers are like two and four years older than me. They never played video games as much as I did. Yeah. But like they would always go out with their friends. Yeah. But then my friends, we all play video games. So like we would go literally all meet up online, play some Halo yeah. 3 for hours together. We're still hanging out with each other, still doing just like bear bands here, stop talking stupid shit. Those are still my friends to this day. Yeah. From like when I was like twelve years and old all, playing video games. All like,
0: I'm saying is it will enhance that experience.
1: I don't see how like everybody who was in that experience would deny it, but the people who saw that experience from the outside, looking in, will try to accept meta. That's what that's
0: what I see. My whole thing is like, bro, when you're seven years old, if you ask a nigga like, "Yo, bro, when you're older, you're gonna be smoking blunts and getting a lot of pussy," the niggas gonna be like, "I don't want that. <laughs> you're just not ready for it yet. You're just not ready for it yet." But once you're exposed to it, you're like, "God damn, nigga, this, this shit is hitting. This shit is hitting." Oh no, bro. And it's one of those things that you gotta because you're so, especially for you and your friends, like you said, you're so used to doing it one way, and that's why I said meta is really gonna get the young kids. When you're 10 years old and that meta shit's been a part of your whole life, it's not going to be like, oh, like I'd rather... No, it's going to be like, this is how I play video games.
1: No, but video games is different than meta, though. Like, meta's trying nah, to be life.
0: It won't be. It won't video be. Meta's trying to be life. Life isn't... It won't be. Video games is I'm an telling escape you, it's like, from life. Because like you said, bro, I come from a different era, right? Yeah, yeah. Where we used to go and link up and stuff like that. And we would go link up, play ball, go inside the crib, and play video games for a little bit. I'm telling you now it's the exact same thing. You're going to link up. Go play ball and then go play video games for a bit. But you're going to do it all digitally. That's what makes it so dangerous. But I'm saying,
1: oh, you're saying like all three steps are digital.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now I'm going to go knock on your door. We're going to go and grab all the other kids around the street. You're going to see 20 BMXs lined up outside the crib because to will let you know where everybody's at. And everybody's going to start pulling up because they know that this is where this at. And then we're going to go and make our moves and go play video games and all kind of shit. Probably there'll be, even be a, a hub in your crib that you don't even like to, to, for sandbox. The sandbox will probably appear as like a digital video game in your digital room where you could go and just play from there. You won't even have to go and walk or drive to the digital place because that's just inconvenient. I'm saying, bro, it's gonna be, it's gonna be groundbreaking, man. This is almost like a meta commercial at this point, though. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop preaching for bro, meta, but I'm telling you, that shit's gonna change the world. Just give it time, ten, twenty years, it'll change the world.
1: Northern Ruckus, episode one thousand five hundred what is that, five years from now, I want yeah. some stand to come pull up this clip and just show Jimmy how wrong he was, all right?
0: Okay. <laughs> this nigga, this nigga thinks right.
1: he can tell the future. In the future, when we're still doing this podcast, still doing it, I want someone to bring this clip back up at episode and 1500. He's, he's,
0: he said five years. I said 10, 20 years. And trust me, in five years, you will be able to notice <laughs> yeah. how much how much it shifted. Nah, bro, this nigga's wrong, bro. All right, all right. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll say this, man. I'm very good at actually predicting the future. There's been a lot of times, a lot of my friends will tell you, I'm I'll, I'm like Jimbo's th- Domus is what they call me. Like Nostradamus, but Jimbo in front of it. i been predicting the future and shit, bro. So no. don't be sleeping I, on me. I, 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 bro, I don't know.
1: That's different. But yo, <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, I don't
1: think you're, no, I don't think you're predicting shit because like, yo, this nigga, well, you did name Toronto the Sixth, so like maybe.
0: And i and I be seeing artists that are going to be big and shit. Like, I, like that shit I see from a mile away. All
1: right, so right now on the pod, top three artists for the, in the next few years from Toronto. Biggest I, don't like I don't like
0: to speak on Toronto too much. Honestly, for me right now, not to diss everybody, but I think Toronto music- This guy uh, just not to diss everyone. Not to, stuff, diss, not everybody, to diss everybody, everybody. but I think, everybody. I think with the Toronto music, I think guys need to uh, focus on the actual music a little more. I think that's, we have a lot of great artists who could rap, who could put together uh, the product very well, very well. Um, I just think that they need to just focus on the music side of things a little the more. Artist, but that's antics? that the antics is fine. The antics is fine because it gets you viral. I just think that the like when when you grab grab people's attention with the antics, the music should be just as good as the antics. No, and I sometimes it's kind of falling off. And that's the whole music industry. That's not just Toronto. So even right now, if you ask me about any up and coming artists, I'm gonna say the same thing because I've really kind of went back into my shell. I'm older and I'm listening to a lot of older music right now because it's just like the new stuff is like, bro. You guys know how to get attention. You know how to like like package yourselves and make yourselves look like a like a the product but the music is just uh
1: bro like, like uh, uh... I know exactly what you're saying because there was that one guy in Brampton, I think it was Brampton, where he went into a movie theater in the middle of Avatar and started shooting yeah, a started music, shooting video. The music video. And it was it's like, like, I have like, not even heard a single song from that
0: nigga. Yeah, what but are it's you like doing? that
1: did get my, like on everybody's yeah, attention. He Everybody attention. heard about that shit.
0: And then probably niggas went to go peep him and said, This music is shit. Do like, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know who that is or not? No, nah, I don't know who it is, but I saw that video and that's yeah, what I'm saying. The antics is fine, bro. All that, that's what this generation has so much more than the previous generations, so, but, but you guys have the tools for it. Yeah, the, there's some funny The social media and shit. But I think like, bro just make sure that you you make sure everything is 8 out of 10. I don't care if the music's 10 out of 10, at least make sure it's 8 out of 10. I, I don't want to like, be listening to no 5, 6 out of 10 music. It's not going to happen. I feel like
1: just for that guy especially, like I don't know who he is, so I'm not trying to speak on his name, but like that especially an antic that crazy where you know it's like you're doing it for the virality of it, like yeah. for it to go viral and shit. You need to drop that video same day. That too. If that video came out and then you see like the two perspectives of like the guy in the crowd filming him like disrupting the whole movie and then him walking in front of the big screen, that would have made the viral clip go even more viral and then people would actually know the content behind the viral shit, right? Yeah. yeah. Because like even like think about when Top Five did that on the on the four hundred one, this nigga like blocked the highway and shot a music video in the middle of like rush hour and shit. Like that's crazy, but that got views. And you knew it was top five because he dropped that same yeah, and, video.
0: Yeah, and it was coming out right after. He he see, he was really good with his content yeah. creation. Not a huge fan of his music, but with all the content and all the antics and all that, that it's like he crazy. gave the niggas like, a lot of blueprints almost. He was like the Toronto six nine almost, like you know. <laughs> and that nigga, he knows what he's doing. Where he too, got with all
1: fucking DJ Ak and everything.
0: But even like, hey, let's look at that the six nine situation. I know firsthand that he had a lot of uh, writers. And a lot of these artists today, I was like that myself. I felt like, oh, I write all my own shit. Because you hear about a guy like Jay-Z who writes all his own shit. Doesn't write,
1: bro. Off the top.
0: Yeah, but Jay-Z was never really the hottest artist. If you Uh, look back at it, hold on, let me speak. Let me speak. Jay-Z will tell you this himself. Nelly came was the hottest. Ludacris came was the hottest. T.I., Outkast, 50 Cent, all these people. But he had the longevity that he outlasted them all. That was from good business. It wasn't from his great music. It was from his good business. And... He can rap and he's a rapper i'm just saying a lot of these guys got to just make sure that the music is a little better then you'll really have your time to shine because a lot of these guys bro you know exactly who they are they're making a lot of noise but it's like oh uh, can, can Yo, you tell me, me a me give, record
1: they have let me give some pushback to that that jay-z point because i've been i've seen shit like that i've heard that argument before and i think it's so stupid because like that's Name me
0: a time when jay-z no, was the hottest okay, artist see, no. let
1: me let me break it down then so i compare that to like lebron james right lebron james
0: no. LeBron James, LeBron for James his whole has career, MVPs and shit, bro. His whole career. And championships. Jay
1: Z has number one albums and shit.
0: What What number one album? Bro, Jay Z. Show me his number one album. He has 11 number one
1: albums. Maybe. Or, you know, he's sorry. Bro, stop in his song, it. he says I have 12 number one albums, maybe now 11. Right? No, 10 number one albums, maybe now 11. My math is trash. But, like, he said that way. in a song, you know, i hey, you, know, you know to be a number so one every, album. Every can, album I, can, speak? Blueprint can I speak? Three was can, I speak? Number
0: one. can I speak? He's saying number one for the week. It's not number one for the year, my friend. But that's an MVP. No. That's player of the week. That's like saying uh, I've been played a week eleven times.
1: That's a lot of times. But then it's 11 also eleven like times in a twenty-year al- career. But then those not, listen, are listen, listen, things-
0: listen. All I was trying to do was point out something to the kids. I'm not trying to break down <laughs> Jay Z and say he's not great. There's different ways of being great, and like you're saying, LeBron James and Jay Z are very comparable in that longevity. But you got you had guys like Derrick Rose. Who came up out of nowhere and that's KG, a hood legend, Steph Curry. Yes, and that's all I'm saying Kobe is that i not. All I'm saying is that not everybody could be LeBron James. Sometimes some niggas need to be focused on being Derrick Rose. When it's your time, make sure you're shining during your time. That's I'm saying, all I'm but no, saying.
1: but my, what I'm saying is LeBron James has so far is a 20 year career, right? 2003, 2024. Yeah, LeBron James is the goat. What are but, we talking no, about? No, but LeBron James, you can claim he's the goat, but then he was like for those 20 years, he was almost never undisputed best.
0: Because exactly. All his years in Miami, he was undisputed best. No, he wasn't. His last few years at Cleveland, Broke. he was undisputed best. The last few years where he was in Cleveland going to the finals against Steph Curry and KD and them, undisputed the best. He wasn't, right though. now, currently, he's the only 98, and everyone else is a 97 and lower <laughs> in, in 2K. But,
1: that, but your case, so you're basing up, like, in, in real light, in reality, not 2K. No, KD. in reality, fam, in He'll, reality, people. There's always that a conversation the best, of fam. is LeBron James or so-and-so better. Because LeBron James is, and Steph it's better? LeBron James is KD better? Listen, listen. That's our conversation undisputed. right now is getting That's a little dead. Undisputed. Hold on. I don't want
0: to talk too much about LeBron James. It's undisputed. Everyone knows he's a GOAT. Oh Anyone who's arguing that just wants to argue, like, especially he's a GOAT of our generation. Anyone who wants to argue that, bro, and bring up niggas like KD and Steph Curry. They they just want to bring, but Kim I'm LeBron not arguing down. that. I'm arguing that I'm
1: arguing the fact that Jay Z and and LeBron are the same. Where there's always going to yes, be a nigga like Nelly, you. like fucking Kanye. Yes, I agree with like, you. I like, already Luger. I already su- no I no you're not that no, Let me you. let me bring this out. Let me get this out. So it's like these niggers are all comparable to Jay Z. Who you can say these guys dropped an album same year. The numbers are are comparable. These guys are doing the same amount of work. Some people got a little buzz in like February. That's yeah, more than Jay Z. Shit yeah. like that. But it's like. The body of work that Jay-Z created throughout his, his whole career is uncomparable to
0: any of those niggas. Okay, and that's the reason yes. why he's the GOAT that's over the whole the hundred. whole point that I brought up. Bro, you said that Bro, Jay-Z's not the GOAT. we we Jay-Z's not I don't like when you argue with me and we're both saying the same thing. I never said Jay-Z's not the GOAT. I said Jay-Z is the GOAT. But if you look at it, he was not the hottest rapper the whole time. But that's, Other guys came up and were hotter than him at certain times. So we're saying the same thing. Longevity is more important for sure. That's cool. Focus on that always in your career. <laughs> Try to be good at what you do for a long time. But what I'm saying to you is that if you have 15 minutes of fame, make sure that your whole product is something that's packageable, sellable, and marketable. That's all I'm saying to the young kids. Because not everybody's gonna come and be Jay Z. Some niggas are gonna come and be Outcast. Some niggas are gonna come and be Nelly. And make sure that when you are Nelly and when all the eyes are on you, that you drop hot in here. That you, that you do all the good shit that you're supposed to do. Another example, them franchise boys. Mm. They were the biggest rappers for three weeks. <laughs> and in those three weeks, they dropped three hit records. They did what they were supposed to do. And not everybody's going to get the opportunity to be Jay-Z. That is a very, very rare. That's that's a once in a generation type artist. Monetize while you can. Monetize while you can, and that's all I'm saying is that when you ask me right now, who who am I looking at for new artists? I think a lot of these new artists actually are very good at grabbing the spotlight, but they're not good at capitalizing on the moment. And even a lot of them sometimes accidentally get into the moment. Example with that Ice Spice. Mm. She had that hit record. She wasn't anticipating that song being that big because it's not like Dr. Dre produced it. My nigga, I munch. (laughs) (laughs) That shit was so catchy, and she's just very um. Likable, to be honest. A lot of people started hating on her, which which comes with fame. But the reason why she got big so quick is because it's like, yo, this girl's kind of dope. Like yo, you know I, what she saying?
1: just dropped an album actually, like this week. And I saw that. I, I never, let the, I let the I never cover listened to it. Yet, but, I
0: never listened to it, but I was talking the to the my thing, boys, bro, and they were loving with, it. These days, with music, it's hard to get people to listen. If, if your boys listen to, them, I guess they, them niggas is munches. <laughs> <laughs> no, a nigga
1: said it's actually like way better than he thought it was gonna be.
0: She's good. She's talented. I that's seat not to toot my own horn. If you go back and look, I was following her way before anybody was. I seen her when she had, like, I think she had, like, 4,000 followers. Mm, so it was easy crazy. for me to get the follow back, right? But I was just talking to her. I was like, yo, you're actually dope. Like, you're cool. And then less than a month later, J- uh, Drake hit her up saying the same shit. <laughs> and then she capitalized off of that. And then, boom, dropped a hit record. Yeah. But I don't think she anticipated it being that big, bro. It's hard to anticipate that. But, hey, look, you said she just dropped a project. She's ready to capitalize on this fame. And that's all you need to do is that. What is think- your time? Just keep going.
1: Yeah, I don't even think, like, today's day and age like. One Hit Wonders can literally last a whole career. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. Like I get it. like, she she doesn't want to be a One Hit Wonder. She wants to be an artist, make, make an album, do all this shit. Like good for her. Like that's not what I'm talking about. Yeah. But for example, it's the Island Boys. on the Island Boys. Yeah. Those niggas are still getting paid off of that one, not even a song. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. like, like a snippet. And they're still getting paid off of that shit. So it's like, yeah. there's always ways to monetize your shit. Just make sure you're on top of your game. Is essentially what you're saying, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look for those (laughs) niches. Don't just try to go viral, but like once you do hit a niche, monetize that shit as soon as possible, as long as you can. Yeah. Because uh, that game's not gonna last forever.
0: Yeah, yeah. And just make sure you're always selling something. Like that's why you see when people um have their tweet go viral, right under it they put, okay, well I'm actually selling this right now, and that's actually smart. You Mm -hmm. should do shit like that. Like sometimes like when we're like the last generation, we had this thing like we were like, oh that's thirsty, that's thirsty. But then a good friend of mine, yeah, (laughs) a good friend of mine pointed out, I was like, yo. Americans just call that hungry mm. like so a different mentality you come at it different it's like oh that's too thirsty that's too... but it's like bro I'm hungry I'm I, this is my time right now I gotta take it so always come at that things with that hungry mentality and don't worry about looking thirsty because you're just hungry you're not thirsty
1: yeah because like yo like your opportunities can get your door, opportunity door can shut close on you no matter what yeah I know you have a fight coming up soon for this next fight, I need you to get a knockout so we can get a viral clip to post. I'm on telling this. you, that's my plan. You need a viral clip, and yeah. then you can monetize the moment. You
0: that's feel me? That's true too. <laughs> Start boxing some of these celebrity niggas, but yeah, I'm going out there just swinging, bro. Because that's one thing I said. I, I came out too casual in my first fight, thinking it was gonna be like a boxing match, and it was just a fucking brawl. So I'm just gonna go out brawling, and I let the chips fall where they are. Because I, I can, I can brawl it's just as a boxer. That's not why I got into it. I didn't go in there to just, just like some rocky shit. Just
2: brah, brah,
0: brah. I got into it for the sweet science of it, but. A lot of people have been telling me, like, that comes with time. Like, you got to wait for people to slow down, be more patient. You got to just go for some knockouts the first 10 fights while you're a novice because it just becomes, like, rock 'em sock 'em robots and shit, you know? Yeah,
1: and then once you get a knockout, you have to get the mic from the ref or the judge and be like, Jake Paul, Logan Paul, any of you Pauls, you got in the next. And then we get you on a misfit card. Shout out KSI. Yeah. All right, guys, that's been episode one of uh, Northern Ruckus. Yes, sir. Hope you like it. Uh, we're going to be trying to drop this once a week. Tell, give us some feedback on our Instagram and stuff. Follow us at Northern and give us give us funny
0: comments. Good, like not funny comments. My fault. Um, like Questions. funny funny subjects and shit to talk about. We're talking like, about anything. We get so caught up talking about just life and shit, and life gets kind of heavy sometimes. But bro, you see some funny shit that you want us to comment on? We'll comment on that. Hundred percent. Hit us
1: up in the DMs. Comment on our pictures. Leave a like and uh, subscribe. You like. Well, we're going to be reading, especially as a startup, we're going to be reading everything. So anything you say, we're going to get reached back to you. So yeah,
0: yeah, well, Northern
1: Rockets episode one. Thanks for listening.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.